friends, welcome back to our Golden 20s podcast. If you're new around here, we'll start by introducing ourselves. I'm Sadie and I'm joined by my co-host Tegan. Hey. And if you come here all the time, you hear that probably every single week. Mm -hmm. It's funny because we talk about, you know, like how can we change up the intro or the outro when as soon as we start, we're just creatures of habits and say the same things over and over. But anyways, hello and welcome back. We are looking forward to today's episode. We're going to be talking all about relationships and using the five love languages to keep the spark alive in a relationship, Mm -hmm. as well as give you guys some date night ideas that are on theme for summer. So should be a fun episode. I think we've been talking a lot to like the single girls Mm -hmm. or... The dating girls lately. So today's episode is switching it up for those of you that are in relationships. Yeah, I'm so excited. I am one of those girls in relationships. So (laughs) I was gonna say, your time to shine. Yeah, (laughs) we'll see. We'll see if I can shine. Awesome. Well, before we jump into that, we're gonna kick things off. Every now and then, we like to do a little segment just listing something that we're currently loving. In the past, we've done songs or music, book edition, TV shows, movies, that sort of thing. But today, I thought we could discuss my favorite topic ever, (laughs) which is beauty products. Mm -hmm. So, Tag, is there a beauty product or maybe like a summertime essential Mm -hmm. that you are working into your current beauty routine? Yeah. So the first thing that came to mind for me is something brand new in my routine, and it's an ice roller. And love it. Yeah, this is something I gifted Sadie an ice roller for Christmas, I think. Christmas. Yeah. And then for my birthday, which was just like three days before when we're recording this, my husband got me an ice roller. And let me tell you, it saved the day because Sadie and I had gone out the night before and we did shots, even though like two episodes ago we <laughs> talked about how we're too old for shots. We didn't follow our own rules. And I was just like, okay, ice roller, let's see what you can do. And I am loving it. It like, I don't know. It. I know that people do like polar dips because they're like, it just mm-hmm. weighs you up. It like gets your heart racing. That's like what happens when I use the ice roller. And yeah. it's been good stuff. I don't know about it like depuffing or whatever, but it certainly like wakes me up. And so I needed to give that a shout out. I also wanted to mention that we just set up our Amazon storefront. And so I'm going to link a little ice roller in there. So if anyone's curious, even just to like to visualize what we're talking about, we'll have a link in the show notes to see. But I am very impressed, especially considering how like it's a cheap, you know, little thing. It seems silly, but I'm like, this is now an essential yeah yeah I love mine too I I feel like I don't use it every day Mm -hmm. probably when I first got it I did but then it sits in the freezer and for me it's like out of sight out of mind so I fell out of the routine of using it every day but the days I do use it typically it's on the weekends and Mm -hmm. oh man I love it so much like I could just like I almost wish it stayed cold forever because I could just literally roll my face forever Yeah. yeah But I do think, actually, I know you said you're not sure about the depuffing piece, but I feel Mm -hmm. like the more you use it, 
the more you might feel it. Like I definitely feel like it depuffs me and I don't feel like I'm often super puffy. Like I know yeah. some people wake up and they're like, oh my God, or they get like bloated really badly and feel mm-hmm. it like in their face. And I don't typically feel that way. However, after using the ice roller, I'm like, oh yes, I feel so <laughs> good. And like, it's usually like under my eyes area. So yeah, I second that. I think that's a a great thing to work into the beauty routine. I love it. What's your yeah. beauty mention? Yeah. I'm going to hit you guys with a drugstore beauty product, which we know is typically not on brand for me (laughs) as a Sephora girly through and through, but I have been dabbling in the drugstore beauty scene as I try to cut back on my Sephora spending, and I have found some true gems, and the number one gem is the Maybelline Instant Age Eraser Concealer which is a mouthful to say, but it works super, super well. And it's like a, I actually think it's a medium to full coverage concealer. Like it covers really, really well. And it's like buildable to Mm -hmm. get that full coverage. But I've been, I feel like I've been making strides on my skin, knock on wood. Of course, anytime I say that I jinx it and then (laughs) I like break out the next day. But all this to say, I've been moving away from kind of full foundation and just using a little bit of concealer and blush to like go out and meet up with friends. And that's huge for me if you've been following along my skin journey and my Mm -hmm. skincare woes. So all of this to say, this is the concealer I've been using. I feel like it's a nice like light summer makeup look, but still gives you pretty good coverage. So check it out. It's still like 20 bucks, I want to say. However, I was buying like Tarte and NARS concealer from Sephora and they were like 40 bucks. So... This is half the price and I really, really like it. Has this like interesting sponge applicator on the end. Mm-hmm. And like maybe you guys have actually seen this before because I feel like it's like a top rated drugstore concealer, but the application's weird, but I kind of like it. It's like this sponge thing, but then I still use my beauty blender to blend it in. So I don't know. Try it out, but I definitely recommend. Yeah, I used to use that back in my college days. But then it started yeah. breaking me out, so I had to give oh, no. it up, even though I liked it because it wouldn't crease under my eyes, which is always my yeah. struggle with concealer. But then, yeah. yeah, I don't know, something in it just, like, did not go with my skin, so I had to retire mm. her. Yeah, maybe they've, like, reformulated it. I yeah. don't know. It could be a risky thing to, like, retry it, but maybe it could be worth it. Who knows? Yeah. But, Yeah. That's that's the beauty product I had to tell you guys about. Love it. Well, yeah. for the main part of this episode, like Sadie mentioned, we are talking about keeping the spark alive. And we thought about sort of bringing in the love languages to categorize different ways to do that. And so for people who don't know, they say, I don't know who they are, but they're people. And they say <laughs> that there are five different love languages. And this is basically ways to show love and appreciation. And so it, this is sort of like a helpful tool if you're trying to figure out like, I don't know, my boyfriend doesn't seem to appreciate all I do for him. Maybe his love language is different than yours, that kind of idea. And so the five love languages are gifts, words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, and acts of service. And so 
I'm sure anyone listening can think, even like to your parents, how do your parents show you that they love you? Some of, mm-hmm. you know, some of them might be quality time. Some of them might be acts of service. Some of them might be gifts, that kind of thing. And it's sort of important to incorporate all of those into a relationship, I think. Even though every person has their favorite versus their least favorite, you do need all of these, I think, to make a whole relationship. Yeah, totally. And I think your love language, maybe you mentioned this tag, but like your love language can be different for how you receive love so like how someone else shows their love to you and like what resonates with you versus how you show it to other people so for instance you might like giving gifts but you find you like I don't know receiving words of affirmation yeah you know so like it's kind of like a multi-dimensional concept kind of thing where Mm -hmm. it's like there's so many layers to it but I agree and I also feel like There might be one that you like gravitate toward, but I think in the spirit of like keeping the spark alive, it's kind of like, especially if you're in a long-term relationship or Mm -hmm. maybe even like a long distance relationship where, you know, maybe you just have your go-to things in your relationship where it's like, okay, we do date night once a week. That's how we keep the spark alive. It's like, okay, but maybe you want to switch it up and maybe to switch it up, you can add in acts of service or Mm -hmm. like something from our gift giving or gift receiving or whatever that love language is. So I feel like it's a good way to keep things fresh and like switch it up, even if there is one that you typically gravitate towards. Yeah, 100%. I also find that a lot of them could be sort of like connected or grouped together like sometimes yeah. acts of service I find can be related to gifts or physical mm-hmm. touch can be related to quality time. So you could, if you find that, you know, you spend a lot of time doing quality time, you could be adding in words of affirmation, say to that, to try to double up. So that's another option. Yeah. I love it. Like the habit stacking approach. But... <laughs> yeah. Love language edition. I love it. Awesome. So maybe let's start with gifts. And Mm -hmm. a while ago, Tegan and I did this test for ourselves. And if you're curious what your love language is, there are tests you can do like online that kind of help you determine it. But I think both of our top was gift giving. Yeah. So let's maybe start there. And it's funny because when I was thinking about, for those of you who don't know, I'm not in a relationship. So I'm just like coming up with these ideas based off what I see from my friends and Mm -hmm. like my sisters and my parents. And the first thing that came to mind for me, for my parents was my mom does like all the grocery shopping. And to be honest, I feel like my sisters maybe do as well, but my mom will buy like something special for my dad. Like my mom doesn't eat ice cream, but my dad loves ice cream. So she'll like add ice cream to the grocery list. You know what I mean? And I feel Mm -hmm. like that could just be like a, a nice way to like show your love and like appreciation for somebody is to like surprise them with their favorite snack. And it's like an easy thing to do because it's like, you're already at the grocery store. Just like add in the one thing, you know, that is going to make their day. Yeah, And of course, I love the grocery store, so that (laughs) would be the first thing that came to mind for me. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. I think another easy one is like picking up a coffee for them, even if you don't live together, like getting Uber Eats or Postmates to deliver their coffee order. Or if you're going to get the coffee, getting like a cake pop with it or something. Mm -hmm. Like 
I think that there's the thought when it comes to gifts, like, oh, that person's greedy or that it has to be something extravagant. But really, it's like almost the cheaper, the better, because it just means that you're thinking of them in the moment. And so something as simple as like grabbing them a coffee can make a big difference. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. It's like the intention behind the gift. It's not the monetary value. Yeah. One way that I love to show this in my relationship is if I see a problem that my husband's having, instead of being like, oh, you know what would fix that problem? I buy the thing that would fix it and be like, here you go. Problem solved. And it's like, it's not a big difference, but it's like, I'm removing the step and I'm, you know, presenting it as a gift. So Like Mm -hmm. he always drops his phone on his face because he's like laying in weird positions because his iPhone cord was too short. So I bought him a 10 foot long (laughs) iPhone cable. And it's like, it's so stupid. Is that a gift? Barely. But it's like, here you go. I saw this was something that would make your life easier and I bought it. Ta-da. It's like little things like that. Yeah. I love that. I feel like that totally ties into like like you said, it touches on almost like other love languages yeah. too, because that's almost like a acts of service where it's like, I'm trying to help you, you know, but exactly. it's a gift. Yeah. Awesome. I think the next one we were going to, or the next love language we were going to talk about is words of affirmation. And this is when, I don't know, I, I'm trying to think of multiple ways you could do this. Mm-hmm. The one that comes to mind is especially if you don't live together, I feel like this could actually be a big one where it's, you know, like sending them meaningful, like good morning, good night texts, or Mm -hmm. like writing them love letters, you know, like that sort of thing where it's like, you're expressing your appreciation and your like love for them just through essentially like written communication or voice notes or something like that. But I feel like it needs to be meaningful in this case it's not just like good morning send it's like Mm -hmm. good morning like you know showing genuine interest and whatever I don't know those were the first thing that came to mind for me yeah 100% I think another option is to this is maybe more directed towards the men I know but post pictures of your significant others on social media and write like a cute little caption I don't like the amount of things where it's like, I've been dating this guy for five years and relationships are so hard and blah. Like, don't do that. Just make it nice. And then that can be like a public way to show your words of affirmation, especially if that's something that's of value to your partner. Yeah. And especially if it's like, you're not posting it just on their birthday or the anniversary, your anniversary. It's like, kind of random. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's when it's like, oh, that's so nice, you know? Yeah. I even think like complimenting them too Mm -hmm. could go a long way. Like, I don't know if it's just like noticing when they're putting in extra effort on something and it's like, hey, you did that really well. Or like, thank you so much for doing that or something like that. Or if it's like, you're going out, you guys look good. It's like, tell them that, you know, like take a second to just break the like routine of usually just being like okay hello good morning out the door off to work it's like no you like put an extra effort today you look great Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to compliment them on I think that can go a really far way yep 100% the next love language that we mentioned is quality time and Mm -hmm. 
So one of the easiest ways to ensure that you have consistent quality time with your partner is to schedule it in, which might sound unromantic, but is realistic. (laughs) And so it's like, sometimes you have to schedule date nights, whether it's like once a week we're going out or once a month. And you know, you can think outside the box for this. It doesn't need to be dinner and a movie. I think some people are like, I don't want to schedule date nights because it's too expensive or it's too big of a time commitment. It could be really simple or it could be really extravagant depending on, you know, your lifestyle. Yeah. I love that. And I think if you're having a hard time booking it into like a weekly or monthly routine, even like finding ways in your daily routine to do parts of that routine together. So if it's like every morning you drink your morning coffee together or every night you eat dinner together, like that was a big rule in my family growing up was my whole family always had to be home to eat dinner together. And like Mm -hmm. we sat at the table, we discussed our day and, you know, things like that. And I feel like that is something that it's like, you're probably already doing this in your day-to-day routine, but it's like, try to find ways or areas where your day-to-day routine overlaps and then turn that into quality time as well. Because you both need to eat dinner. You both need to drink your morning coffee. Mm -hmm. You might as well do it together. (laughs) Especially if you live together. That's, I guess, the, the kicker here. Yeah, exactly. Like my husband and I, we both work from home. So we always take our lunch at the same time or we try to. Yeah. And it's like, this is something that we could so easily not do because it does take like the thought and effort. And like, I put it into my work calendar and then like half the time we don't even talk to each other because we're like decompressing from work, but we're sat next to each other eating our lunch or, you know, we go on a daily walk And again, like we don't even need to be like talking about anything in particular, but it's like something we both want to do. So we might as well do it together or like watching an episode of the TV show you both like together before you go to bed. And that could be if you're virtual too. Like a lot of these, I guess, could be if you're virtual, even if you're walking, being like, do you want to go on a walk and hop on a FaceTime call? And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not extravagant, but it is still that quality time. Yeah, definitely. I think another good way for quality time or to spend quality time together is potentially creating like or picking up a new hobby together and like creating something new in your routine. So if it's like every, I don't know, Tuesday, there's some sort of class say it's like a pottery class or like something like that, that you want to do, maybe ask your partner if they want to join you. Mm -hmm. And I find this is like ironic coming from me because I'm somebody that's like, you also need to be your own person in a relationship and like have your own things and things Mm -hmm. like that. But it's like, if you already have your own things, but all of your hobbies are independent and you have a lot of hobbies, then you really don't have time for your other person, you know, and you need to make time for them. So it's like maybe some of these hobbies are things you can do together. And the nice thing about classes or even like maybe going to the gym together, I don't know if that would count as quality time, but it's like these things are typically pretty routine where it's like I go to the same yoga class every night at or every week on Tuesdays, I go Mm -hmm. to the same, I don't know, whatever class every Thursday or something. So it almost like forces you to like schedule it in if you're doing one of these types of classes together. Yeah. I don't recommend yoga since that's obviously a pretty (laughs) 
quiet and independent hobby, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I don't know, maybe the walk there is your quality time or the walk home or, you know, something like this. You can build quality time around it, even if the actual activity is fairly independent. Yep. 100%. The next category we mentioned is physical touch, which I feel like is the most obvious when people think about love language. And so it can be as simple as like making sure you hug and kiss, whether that's like good morning, good night, or at certain points during the day, trying to hold hands. If you're going on these daily walks, why not hold hands while you do it? Yeah, I love that. And I feel like another way, almost again, it like rides on quality time, but I feel like giving each other massages could be like, uh, it's kind of, again, like something that automatically comes to my mind when I'm thinking about physical Mm -hmm. touch love language. But I feel like when I think massage, the first thing I think of is like a nice back massage, but it could even be like you're sitting on the couch. Maybe you like rub their feet or like a hand massage. I feel like that's such a weird one that I never think of, but I live for a hand massage at the nail salon. You know what I mean? Like, why is this so underrated? You know, if you're holding hands, might as well massage my hand. I'll just say, I feel like you can work that into your quality time and just be like intentional with it, you know? Yeah. Well, and in my experience too, men love like head massages and head scratches. And like, that's a good one too. I don't even, and it's so simple. Like again, if you're watching a movie, just like give their little head a scratch. They're like dogs basically. They love it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking yeah. when you were talking but I was like no Sadie you're <laughs> you're being open to relationships you're yeah. not gonna say this <laughs> it's true that's so funny yeah obviously another big part of physical touch too is like your sex life so I feel like this is something you should be able to talk about with your partner and if something's working or if something's getting dull and boring I feel Mm -hmm. like you guys should talk about it you know if it's trying something new or trying something different but maybe it's also like when you have sex not that you need to like schedule that in as well but it's like if at the end of the day you're both coming home totally drained from work like work super demanding right now it's like okay then how can you rejig this so that you're still getting that time in and you're not just I don't know letting things fizzle out that way, because I think that can have a huge impact on your relationship in other ways as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I am going to mention that we do have a code for Mod, which is a website that sells products that help with a lot of this. Like they sell candles that turn into massage oil and they sell vibrators and things like that. So I don't know why I'm selling so many things through like Amazon and Mod and everything, but that (laughs) info is in the bio as well. If that's something that you've been, I don't know, kind of thinking of, or you're like, no, I want more physical touch in my relationship. Maybe look into incorporating some almost like add-ons, I guess. Yeah, totally. Great. And then the last category is acts of service. And... This is the way my husband shows love, 
which is much appreciated because it means I have a very clean house. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, it's exactly like what it sounds like where they're basically doing things for you. And so this, I feel like can be kind of similar to gifts where an active Mm -hmm. service could be doing the coffee run or doing the grocery run. But yeah, it could also be as simple as like loading the dishwasher or Mm-hmm. making the bed in the morning it doesn't have to be crazy where it could be super extravagant like I'm gonna build you a deck for your backyard or I'm gonna change the oil yeah. in your car so it can kind of be as big or as small as you want it to be I love that it's so funny I just got a new lamp for my living room it's like a floor lamp mm-hmm. and it's so easy to put together yet I'm struggling and I'm like this is when I need a boyfriend yeah <laughs> because I don't think like since I am so independent and like so I don't know I've been so independent for so long I feel like I wouldn't think of acts of service being something that like gets me going you know like I don't think of it as something I value but when it comes to certain things like putting this stupid lamp together I'm like man if only I had a boyfriend who would show his love for me by assembling Mm -hmm. this for me (laughs) but I think if I did if I was in a relationship I feel like also cooking meals is a big one where it's like these things like I think I love what you were just saying Tig about how it can be like the small things where it's like making the bed in the morning so it like takes like five minutes for me since I'm also like a gift person I like when it's like very meaningful and it's like cooking a meal or like the grabbing coffee example or like something like that where it's I don't know I I I like that that's kind of what I think of for acts of service but I have to say actually just while we're talking about Tyrell and your relationship personally you guys (laughs) Tyrell is just the best and it's funny because (laughs) Tag on the way home from your birthday party last weekend Mm -hmm. I was Ubering with my best friend and we were just talking about how great Tyrell is and (laughs) I feel his love languages or love language of acts of service came through at your birthday party because he So for you guys who weren't at her birthday party, she had friends and family over for like a backyard barbecue and Tyrell was literally the superstar of the show. And he was grilling all the types of meat, like burgers, hot dogs, sausages, Mm -hmm. you name it. He's on it. He had made all of these salads. So like there's a pasta salad, a potato salad, like all of these things he had made from scratch. And, you know, he was just making sure everyone was having a great time for Tegan's birthday. And it's like... That's nice, but it was even nicer that he was doing all this stuff. It wasn't just like, you know, we had pizzas delivered. It was like, no, it was Tyrell manning the grill to like do this because, you know, and like it wasn't just store-bought salads, which would have been fine. It was like, no, you know, and at one point he was like, no, guys, I was up because he was the one feeding us these shots, which I also need to say the (laughs) night before. I also need to say that. Yeah. So he also wasn't feeling so great from a wild night out the night before Mm -hmm. but he said he was up he was like at Costco Saturday morning before the party and like it was funny tag I don't know if you heard but he was like shit like you didn't get your free Starbucks drink today like (laughs) I meant to get it for you when I went to Costco and I was like this man like this is what I'm waiting for where it's like somebody who just knows me Mm -hmm. inside and out like they know that I want that Starbucks drink and they're just gonna get it for me you know what I mean or like he was showing his love for you through throwing you a great party and like mm-hmm. doing all of these other things. So 
Anyways, just had to have a Tyrell appreciation moment because I was just like, this is why I'm obsessed with you guys. <laughs> the whole birthday party. Not that I needed to confirm it, but it just reconfirmed <laughs> how obsessed I am with you guys. <laughs> yeah. See, the funny thing is he's like, oh, you didn't get your, you know, your Starbucks birthday drink. And I'm like, yeah, who cares? That thought didn't even cross my mind. So it's like he's doing <laughs> that and I am not appreciative of it right. because it's almost like opposites attract. Yeah. So I don't know. It's very interesting. Like you'll probably find a man who like shows his love in some other act of sir or some other love language yeah. rather. And you'll be like, why can't it be like this? Because yeah, yeah, totally. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. But he was on fire. He's a little hostess and was going yeah. crazy. So yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great. I was appreciating it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I appreciated it as well, but it's yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It wasn't even. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, I totally know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's so interesting. Funny. But you do, I think, have to incorporate all of these. I guess maybe it might be an interesting technique to think of these things as if like, it's my birthday. How do I want my partner to treat me on that day? Mm-hmm. Because almost all of these could be a part of it and then you can kind of weigh it that way too like if you want them to throw you a crazy birthday party is that more valuable to you than the gifts they would get you or yeah. is the thing you really want is a handwritten card with you know yeah. love letters in it or you know like that could be an interesting way to think about it yeah I love that awesome well I think We're going to wrap this episode up with some summer date night ideas. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're – whoa, sorry. (laughs) I was going to say two things at once. If you've been in a relationship for a long time or you're maybe like on a second, third date with somebody, I feel like we have a whole range of ideas. So hopefully something will resonate with you no matter where you're at in your relationship. But yeah, and these are all things that are – Perfect for summer. Yeah, I love it. The first thing that came to mind uh, for me is going to see some live music or going to a sporting event or theater, but any kind of thing where it's like a big night out or even Tyrell and I will do like bar hopping, but it's to all the bars that have live music. And, you know, it's just something different and it's almost doesn't matter if the music is good or bad, because no matter what, you have something to like talk about. Yeah, that's so great. And another thing I meant to say is that the sum, like through the summer, there's so much going on yeah. where it's almost like easy to find things mm-hmm. or like you should take advantage of that. And I feel like live music or sporting events, things like that, like that's a prime example where it's like, there's just so much going on all the time, especially if you live in a big city. So I love that. I think along the lines of bar hopping, something that came to mind for me is doing like some sort of food tour or like a a food truck crawl or like something along those lines where it's like, maybe instead of going for dinner one night, you go – to a place and just get like one thing that you share and you go to multiple places. Mm -hmm. So just something again to like maybe switch things up, but something fun to do, especially if there's like multiple places on your list that you've been wanting to check out. 
Yeah, exactly. I also love thrifting. I've definitely mentioned this in an episode in the past, but I like it as a date activity because you're still kind of on your own, especially if you're like, I want to shop in the women's section and he's shopping in the men's section or whatever. But then you still get to bond because it's like, oh, what do you think of this shirt I found? Or, oh, look at this hilarious skirt that I found or whatever. And then it can kind of be incorporated into a whole day if you're sort of hopping from thrift or to thrift store. Or it could be like, we're going thrifting, then we're going to get dinner and drinks or whatever. And it's cheap, especially like you can go thrifting and buy nothing. And then you just went on this fun date and it's free. I love it. That's very fun. Speaking of dinner and drinks, I think another thing that came to mind for me is visiting a brewery or a winery. And I think that's just another way to like switch up the whole dinner and drinks vibe. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it is also okay just to like enjoy patio season and like sit on the patio at your favorite restaurant and have like a cocktail, enjoy a happy hour or something like this. But I think, you know, going on a wine tour or like to a winery or brewery or whatever distillery of any sort could also be a fun little adventure as well. Yeah. Another option that's kind of a play on like drinks in a movie is going to a drive-in or in Toronto, we have like outdoor movie screenings in some of the parks and it's just, you know, a fun way to switch up watching Netflix on the couch And especially like a drive-in, you get to get all cozy, bring like a bunch of blankets, bring all your favorite snacks, and you're set. I love it. Let's see. I'm just going to keep on the food train. I was like looking at the list and I was like, how can I switch it up? Because all I've talked about so far is food. But I'm just going to keep it going with going for ice cream. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is maybe an obvious, but brings me personally so much joy. And I feel like this, you can like couple with other things. So it's like, maybe you get ice cream and then you take it to the drive-in or you get ice cream on your day of thrifting or, you know, something Mm -hmm. like this, but it's like also can be a good first date activity where it's like, I don't want to commit to multiple hours with this person. I just am trying to see if they pass the vibe check, just grab an ice cream, maybe go for a walk or I don't know, sit in the co- or ice cream shop, whatever it is, as you get to know them, but low stakes kind of first date idea as well. Yeah. I also, one thing that Tyrell and I like to try and do every summer is go to a music festival and mm. this can kind of be as low key or as fancy as you want it to be. So we always try to find one that we can camp at. But, you know, at least in Toronto, there are like day music festivals or even like farmers markets or like last weekend we had a hippie market in one of the parks. And, you know, you get to walk around. If it's music, you get to hang out, share a blanket, listen to the music, and it can be romantic. Yeah. And I feel like along that same vein, it's also like prime season for like fairs. Mm-hmm. So like here in the in Toronto, we have like the CNE and it's like, I feel people make that into a tradition. That's not until like the end of August, but it's like, yeah. it's a tradition to go every summer, you know, but I think even like small towns, they all have like their fairs and yeah. I'm a sucker for a fair, especially for a date night. I just feel like that's so cute. Like you can play the games, you can ride the rides, you can try all this different food like there's just Mm -hmm. so much to do um 
And I feel like it's super cute and also like super cute photo ops, you know? <laughs> yeah. True. Also, yeah. it's prime season for camping, which yeah. can also be romantic depending on what your vibe is. It's also like, I don't know, it's like a different relationship vibe. It's just the two of you. It's quiet. You're yeah. in nature and you're like taking care of each other out there. And, you know, you got cuddle for warmth, so it can yeah, be very it. cute. Or you could do, yeah. you know, a hike if you're not quite into the whole sleeping over phase yet. Yeah. The survival, if your survival skills are lacking. Yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of mini golf dates. And I feel like that can also be really fun through the summertime if there's like an outdoor course anywhere near you or if your boyfriend is or your partner I should say is a big golfer then maybe it's like going to the driving range or something like that I feel like that could be a fun thing and it doesn't have to necessarily just be for the summer but for some reason that it just feels appropriate to do that in the summer <laughs> when the weather's yeah. nice yeah uh, sort of related to camping is stargazing, which you can Love do it. literally anywhere. Well, maybe not if you're in a big city. You can't really see the yeah. stars. But anywhere else or as a part of, you know, camping, I love yeah. pointing out the Big Dipper the moment the stars come out, I do it like every single night to the point where it's like, <laughs> girls, stop bringing up the Big Dipper. But I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that can be like romantic as well since like you have to wait until it's dark and then you're kind of again in the middle of nowhere to get the best view of the lights like in secluded mm -hmm. I feel like that's nice um and even like try to like look up when the meteor showers are happening like I feel like yeah there's usually like at least one through the summertime so that could be mm -hmm. a good time to like give that a try going back to the food for a second <laughs> <laughs> um it's also key or peak berry season. So here mm. in Ontario, we have um, strawberry season into, what is it, blueberry season into raspberry season, or maybe those are reversed. I don't, I don't ever remember blueberry or raspberry. But anyways, this could be a fun idea. And if you guys are into that, maybe you can turn it into like, I don't know, maybe you go home and you like, make something together like okay now you make a strawberry rhubarb cake or something mm -hmm. like that so that could be fun or maybe you pack up a picnic and then you go chill on the beach or sit in the park and enjoy the berries that you just picked just don't forget your sunscreen I've made that mistake many <laughs> a times and I don't want you to do that so berry picking with your sunscreen mm -hmm. and then picnic in the park love it yeah I think the last Thing we had on our list was to visit a botanical garden or a museum and yeah. this is something Tyrell and I try to do once a year we usually go in the winter but that's just because Toronto winters are awful <laughs> yeah and it's a good indoor activity yeah exactly so we yeah. usually go around Christmas but uh, it's super fun because it's something new and you can cycle through, especially if you're in a big city like we are, there are so many options. Like you could go mm -hmm. to an art gallery or a museum and you, or like we have an, a giant aquarium, you could go to that. And, yeah. you know, it's something you can do together. Again, lots of sort of like photo ops. And a lot of these places have like cute little gift shops or cute little cafes and 
So you can make it like a whole moment when you're out. Yeah, it's funny. I was thinking this would be perfect for summer if you're like trying to escape the heat. Like I don't have air conditioning. So I'm like, how can I get out of here and spend some day like or spend a whole day in AC? So I love that idea. And also, though, something that I always forget because I'm not a museum person, but there's so many like special exhibits that come through. So it's Mm -hmm. like, say you have the tradition of going around Christmas every year. It's like, there might be like a special exhibit that comes just for the summer, you know? So it's worth checking out and like seeing if there's anything you want to see. Even if it is like an indoor activity when maybe you want to be spending time outdoors. And my other favorite thing about this, especially around like the botanical gardens, I don't know about the museum here in Toronto, museums can get like pricey, especially for those special exhibits, but this can be like a inexpensive, like kind of using these like um, community places and whatnot. Oftentimes they're like donation based or they're free or they're free certain like nights of the week. So could be a really good cost efficient date night idea as well. Well, that is all of our summer date night ideas. Hopefully you got some good ideas. If you're listening to this on Spotify, I'm going to throw up a little poll asking if you're single and in a relationship, because the last time I did the poll, a hundred percent said that they were single, which shook me. So please, if you're listening on Spotify, answer that poll and maybe we need to do one that's like how to find you a man or something. But (laughs) yeah, if while you're there, while you're looking at us on Spotify, you should follow us so that you see when the new episodes come out. If you're listening on any of the other platforms, you can subscribe to us, that kind of thing. And in between that, you can find us on social media. We're at our golden twenties. And we post on TikTok and Instagram quite a bit. So you can follow us on both of those platforms to get some more ideas and to see what we're doing the rest of the time. We also have a Patreon page, which is the best way to show your support for the podcast. And as I mentioned, we have an Amazon storefront as well as a code to get 10% off mod products. And those will all be listed along with our social links in the description of this episode. And I think that's everything. So thanks for listening. See you next Tuesday.